Welcome to the Screw It Podcast with the Joneses, Carlos and Jordan Jones. If you've ever come face to face with faith or failure, this podcast is for you. We talk about it all, the good, the bad, the real, the wrong. From relationships to redemption, from business to finance, race, religion, politics, injustice, and more. If you've said screw it to it, we're probably talking about it. Which will you choose? Join our host now, Carlos Jones and Jordan Jones for the Screw It Podcast. Screw it. Hello and welcome back to the Screw It Podcast. Hey, to all our viewers and all our audience today, I got a question for you. How many times have you looked at a situation that you are faced with and said, screw it? How many times have you done that? Listen, I know I have. I know Pastor Carlos has and I know our guest today has. We all have and that's what the Screw It Podcast is about. It's about where we make the challenge and the change to move from an opportunity to get up and walk away or take a giant leap of faith. The good, the bad, the real, and the ugly. We talk about it all here on the Screw It Podcast. And in this life, we all go through struggles. No one gets past it. Not Christians, not the church, not even pastors. And here we are going to be our RTO, real, transparent, and open. Right now, I'm passing it to Pastor Carlos because we have an amazing guest today where we're going to converge these two worlds. Pastor Carlos, it's on yo, you. Yo, 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 screw it. Let's do it. I'm excited. This is our first recording of the new year, 2021. Here we come, and we are moving full steam ahead. Uh, I'm so excited to have our guest today. Childhood friend is doing a phenomenal job for pop culture and for the history of Houston, and it's no other than Donnie Houston. Good morning, guys. I'm so happy to be here. How are you guys doing? <laughs> so if you don't know Donnie Houston, he is a DJ producer and journalist from Houston, Texas. He has produced for Texas legends such as Slim Thug, Paul Wall, and others. He is also um, the host of the Donnie Houston podcast, over 1,741,132 views on YouTube. Give it up for that. He said yo, screw yo. it to some and was able to be successful there. As a podcast host, building rap historian, DJ, and producer, the man born Dondrick Joseph uh, has constantly sought elevation out of his talents. From his bedroom picking through vinyl as a teenager to going on to graduate graduate from Texas Southern University with a degree in journalism, he has always had a knack and a desire for telling stories, whether it be behind the turntables, queuing up his hits to put smiles on people's faces, creating an atmosphere that transports you to a moment or seen in time with music production or simply a laugh or two via voice acting or if you'll be Shannon uh, screwing chopping uh, gospel music so we got it all uh, DJ Donnie can do it all today so we're we're here to talk about his screw it moments to talk about his journey and talk about his success and we're excited for the next six hours you're going to hear from Donnie Houston and his life man how you feeling today man I'm doing all right man well let me stop this man y'all know I don't talk like that I'm not, not going to do this job y'all going to be out here in this school but if anybody knows me and watching this, y'all gonna get the real, man. This is how I am all the time. So what's up, man? I'm glad to be here. What's going on? It's good. First of all, before we get started, man, uh, who goes to the real TSU? What's the real TSU? You say Texas Southern, you say Tennessee State. What's the real TSU? So historically, Tennessee State uh, was first on, on record in the books, even when we were black colleges and not known as Tennessee State and Texas Southern. So Tennessee State, by law and by history, was first. 
Somebody who did it first, somebody who did it best. <laughs> and I, like that's, I, mean, I, and I like that. And that's where we are. That's where we are there. So no beef, Jordan. You trying to start a? Uh, who to did start it a, best? Uh, screw it. <laughs> screw it. <laughs> screw it. Screw it. So good, man. So it is. It's 2021. Uh, you talked about some dreams and, and some goals that you set forth last year. You talked about on your social media about how you wanted to start a podcast uh, and all of that came into fruition. And you're doing very well in that. But let's take it back. Man, to uh, Madison, let's take it back all the way to uh, growing up high school, New Faith Church, man, and just look at the progression of what molded you, what shaped you to be the person that you are now um, as a historian, as a DJ, and also as somebody that is uh, a person that is writing the history uh, for uh, DJ Screw. Hmm, what shaped me, man? That's a, that's a lot. Um it's a lot, man. All of my experiences shaped me, you know what I'm saying? Like, the music thing, my mom being just heavy into music, not even her, I don't think she even considers her to be like a music head or consider her to be a music person. Probably if you ask her and point it out, yeah, but she just always listened to music, so that's what I saw my whole life. Older sister, she put me on hip-hop. She was in high school when I was a kid. She was still she lived with us at that time. She didn't really live with us most of our life, but at that time, she lived with us, and she would, I was her little baby brother. So she was a head majorette at Lamar. She's taking me around everywhere, playing Run DMC, playing Salt and Pepper, playing whatever was out in the 80s, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And uh, I just soaked it all up, bro. And I just remember her going to college, going to Emory, and, like, I kept all her tapes. You know what I'm saying? Like, Shout out to Emory University just for a quick uh you did that some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You getting too many shout outs, bro. We, we <laughs> This is really my boy, man. This is, this is my boy, so we gonna be clowning, but nah. Um, yeah, she went to Emory, bro, and I kept all her tapes, and I, you know, still just being, just it absor absorbed a lot of music, you feel me? Mm -hmm. So, like, I tell people now, like, you know, I used to watch, well, I saw X-Men, I was aware of X-Men and things like that, but, like, kids would sit at home and watch X-Men and all that, and who was their favorite character. Like, I just learned within, like, my adult years that, like, oh, I know who Wolverine was, but I didn't know that his power was that he could heal fast. Because mm -hmm. I wasn't really big on, I watched some cartoons, but what I really cared about was like basketball, video show with Donnie Simpson and Sherry Carter, your MTV raps with Ed Lover and uh, Dr. Dre, or your MTV raps with Fat Five Freddy, or Rap City, or like just that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That had more of an impact, an impact on me than anything else growing up. Yeah. And so uh, when I got 15, when I turned 15 rather, um, my boy Julian, shout out to Julian Deal, DJ Star Skywalker, Star DJ Skywalker, I think I missed his name. I think it's DJ Skywalker now. He used to be Star Skywalker. But anyway, I'm going on and on and on. But uh went to church one day. We were talking about church. Go to church. And Julian is in there. He's like a couple years older than me. He was always like a cool kid to me, like the older cool kid. He's in there. And he's got a turntable set up. And this is my first time. Like, I knew somebody when I was a kid a long, long time ago with him, but I never knew a peer that had these things. Mm -hmm. And so he has turntables, vinyl turntables. Yeah. The, the thing I'm seeing, Jam, Jam Master J and all these DJs that I looked at growing up, and I said, Dog, where did you get this? And he said, Mars. I don't know if you remember that st the store mm -hmm. Mars. Yeah, yeah. It used to be in my land, my park. So told my mom that day, look, I, it's these things. It's turntables. I want to turntables. You go to Mars. They cost like, it's called DJ in the Box. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got the whole nine. So I'm, I'm turned up to my mom. And she's like, I grew, I grew up single parent, bro. Like, I ain't grew up rich. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I ain't grew up the poorest. But 
growing up, I realized, you know what I mean, the reality. But I didn't grow up rich, bro, so my mom was just on some, like, all right, well, you know, give me some time. Or whatever she told me. It wasn't like we finna go to the store right now because <laughs> you're telling me you yeah, want DJ yeah, in the box. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so we had an old, um, my older sister used to play the piano, so we had this old stand-up piano in the crib. And my mom found somebody to buy the piano and bought me the turntables, went to Mars, got me the DJ in the box. And um, this was all within that summer of me going uh, from 11th grade to 12th grade. From 10th grade, what am I talking about? From 10th grade to 11th grade. Okay. And that one thing led to another, bro, and here we are. But, I mean, it's, it started, I don't want to go into too much of a tangent because I be conscious of talking too long. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I know that's what I'm here to do, but I'm just conscious of that. But, um, yeah, bro, like, even with music, I didn't even take it at that time it's like I'm going to be a professional DJ okay cause just being real I ain't know nobody who did that okay you know what I'm saying right. and true be told I really was almost a hating partner like <laughs> cause I and really it, it probably and not that I ain't even thought about this how it connects but I'll never forget one of my friends I told you he's being basketball I was in like 7th grade one of my close friends at the time told me I wasn't gonna make it to the league and this is when this is all I want to do yeah you know what I'm saying we had to fight right there yeah. you know what I'm saying <laughs> Like, bro, what are you talking about? I never forget this. You know what I'm saying? But he was just telling me just on the – he was a little older than me, so he was telling me, like, the probabilities. You know what I'm saying? And then I was little. I was probably, like, 5'4". You know what okay. I'm saying? I ain't going to the league, bro. You right. know what I mean? Clearly. Right. But uh, I just – I don't know if that had an effect on me, but I remember friends of mine having aspirations to do certain things, and I just never saw it. Not as a hater. Like, it's not going to happen for mm -hmm. you. It's just – it was – I didn't have the vision. Mm -hmm. Really, just being honest. Right. I ain't had a vision. Right. And um, – Man, what happened? What ended up happening was time passed on, and even the DJing, I wasn't really DJing parties. It was like a, like a, we like little kids or the kids of the SUC. Like mm -hmm. I'm DJing and my friends are freestyling. I still got those tapes. That okay. was that was the style of thing that I was doing when I was DJing. Yeah. So when I went to college, I ain't around my friends no more. So it ain't really no room for me to do this. And then you go into college, and it's just a different life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And because that wasn't the thought, I just didn't even think to bring my turntables to college. Well, somehow, maybe like my third year, Sam. I ended up bringing them there, and uh, man, that started it right there. Okay, that started it right. I remember there. that. I remember that. I remember. I remember you going into that, man. But before we go all the way to Sam, you graduated from from what high school? From Madison. From Madison, Madhouse, and we had a we had a big rival. Shout out to not shout out to Madison. Y'all lost for taking us. Yeah, out the yeah so it was still. Tough. We can fight after that. We can fight <laughs> after that. <laughs> <laughs> Screw it, we can do it. Uh, but all of that still formed you, man. So what is it about music, man? What is it that 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 happens when you when you start to you know put the music on? Like, do you go into a trance? You go into a certain place? Is it a spiritual thing? Is it connectivity? Is it memories? Like, what is what's happening to you that makes that gives you that draw to really want? to really uh to, to do what you do well you asked me you asked me a couple of different things so one thing and I, I don't think i've ever told this in public but like when i was a kid like i would sometimes just close my door and play tapes and just sit on the floor mm -hmm. and just chill you know what i'm saying or record off the radio or whatever it was just my thing and then when i started making music like that was when like, you know God is real because, I mean, we can talk about this as this is this type of podcast, but, you know, you can see God do different things, mm -hmm. but then when you feel God, that's yeah. another thing. Yeah. So it's like sometimes when I've, I've been in creative moments when I'm like, I know this is God because this is just <laughs> way too, I can't explain what's going on right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's that's amazing, man. And I, and I think that's, it's those moments, man, that keep us 
keep us going back because we, we remember those things. Sure. And, and and some of those moments really help us to say screw it to other things, right? Because right? when we have those moments, we know where we're supposed to be at a certain time. And we know we're not supposed to be. We know, you know, where we are. And God gives us that through the Holy Spirit. He speaks to us and allows us to say, you know, well, how could you walk away from that? Yeah. Screw it because I already know, you know, what my calling is. I know what's on my life. And so that's 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 the kind of way that I live uh, and move through that. Um, so you're, you're DJing. You got your stuff. You got your turntable. Tables and uh, so you're playing around with it at first, but then it becomes serious at some point. It became serious because people started paying me to DJ. Okay, you know I'm in college, broke. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can make some money, and it just I never forget this. This is so this is so this is damn damn bad. I'm sorry, Carson. On the, on the screw up podcast with these good passes <laughs> right here, <laughs> but uh, I never forget, man. You know what I mean? It was and I was starting out, so it was just about getting the gig. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I would do parties for two hours for fifty dollars. Okay. You know what I mean? And I never forget I was doing something with the Deltas. And they tried to book they were trying to book somebody else. And this ain't got nothing to do with nothing, but it's just funny. They were trying <laughs> to book somebody else. And something happened, they were having a hard time finding DJ, so they booked me. And they I'm sitting there listening, and they on the phone, like, yo, yo, we got Dondrick. Oh, yeah, Dondrick. We got fifty dollars Dondrick? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> You had a nickname and you didn't even know about it. Like $50, I don't like the way that sounds. You know what I mean? Like, this ain't, this ain't for the players. You know what I mean? This is my work. This is what y'all call this me? Yeah, this can't be my nickname. You know? So did you raise your prices up? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was it. That DST ruined it. I'm a beginner. I bet they won't call you fifty dollar dungeon no more. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Sam, not even look. I remember you put a post. You said if uh, anybody ever comes out and say, you know, I know this DJ that can give you low prices. That's not me. So yeah, don't, yeah. don't give me no more. No more. No more free business. Now yeah, it's, it's different. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I've changed the game on that. So one of the early uh, signs of success that you had, you was on 106 in Park, mm -hmm. and this was what year? That was 2013. 2013. 106 mm -hmm. in Park. Uh, we had another person that was on there that was uh, on 106 in Park during that time. How did that whole thing come about? Uh, to are you finna get on that? I mean, it, wasn't, it, it wasn't about nothing. It was professional, bro. I just asked how that happened. I thought you were talking about something. My bad. Because, see, Carlos knows me. So, sometimes he, he's, he's going to ask me some questions. I'm going to think it's a code in there. You know what I mean? Like, hey, bro, what you mean? Something you know I mean? subliminal. I thought, you, I, thought you, I thought you were talking about the, uh, the host situation. That's what you're talking about? What you talking about? I was just saying she was on there at the same time. But how did that whole process, like, you getting on there? Oh, okay. I thought yeah. you were meaning how it was with. Nah. Because, see, you finna put some information it. out there. That ain't, you finna put some information out there. That ain't, you know what I mean? She was on there at that time. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. So how did that whole thing process kind of take out? So the whole thing with so 106 and Park, okay. Um, to at the end of 2012, and this is another God moment, right? Because I've had a bunch of moments like the, for me, it's always kind of been this or that. You know what okay. I mean? Like a lot of a lot of like just doubles. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That ain't the same thing. So there's always been my mom on this side wanting to push me to do this degree thing and, you know, do all this job and whatever, whatever. And it's been me being able to just do whatever I want to do. You know what okay. I mean? And so it's been an internal struggle. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And you know, I've tried to work and do this at the same time and just being completely unhappy, bro. Mm -hmm. So this is what happens. It's 2012. And it's the end of the year, and I quit my, my – I had a residency at a club, and we got into – it was my first, like, disagreement. I ain't handle it right, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But this is my first disagreement because it was my first club job and in that space, and I was just on some whatever I was on. And 
kind of feeling like, man, okay, now I'm gonna have to go back to working because I ain't finna let this go down. You know what I mean? Right. <clears throat> really, almost. I ain't gonna say depressed, but really, it's kind of going into a lower point. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just on some, just lost on what am I really supposed to be doing? Because I thought I was supposed to be doing this one thing, and I ain't gonna be doing it no more. Just so heavy, man. Top of the year. I'm I'm down, bro. Like down, fool. You know what I mean? Because I graduated college 2010. Two so from 10. I never used my degree, bro. You okay. know what I'm saying? I don't know if I said that. I never used my degree. So 10 to 12. I'm a club DJ. This is what I'm thinking it is. So when I stopped doing that, I'm like, okay, well, what do I do now? You know what I mean? I, I've never really started a real quote unquote career path. Mm-hmm. So what's the next move? I get a call one day. One of my boys just randomly. Hey, man. We want you to, um, you know, young Marcus is looking for a DJ. Shout out Marcus Clay. He goes by Marcus Clay now. He was young Marcus at the time. And me and his uncle were real good. Jason, shout out Jason. And he's like, man, um, Marcus is looking for a DJ, man. You got some stuff coming up, you know, yada, yada, yada. You know, we love to work with you if, you know, you're down with that. And he was like, and the first thing we got coming up, and I said, oh, yeah, for sure, man, of course, you know. And he said, yeah, the first thing we got coming up, man, is going to be uh, 106 and Park. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, you know what I mean? Okay. Another time of God showing me, yeah. like, don't run away from what I've given you. Yeah. You feel wow. me? Yeah. Because I know a bunch of people who want to who want to do what I do, but right. they don't get the calls I get. Yeah. And this ain't no arrogant. It's just like, I know yeah, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Because, right. bro, it's a million people, fool, that do. <laughs> it just doesn't happen to them. And even right. to me, it's like, every time something happens, like, I'm like, man, God, why is this? Oh, that's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's amazing, man. So that just came out of the blue. Just fell in your lap. You just doing what you and you was about to quit. Wow. Yeah. So even before that, my bad, not to cut you off. Maybe two thousand seven, eight. You know what I mean? I I was again in a transition of going back and forth between college. I dropped out of college. My mama wanted me to go back to school. My mama I don't want to go to school. You know what I mean? I'm working a job at a. Uh, at uh, Office Max and working it, and like I couldn't ever move up. Mm. And I'm going hard, and I'm like, man, I'm trying to get a supervisor, and I ain't getting this supervisor position, you know what I mean, or whatever. And it's just all this weird stuff to where I'm like, man, you know what? I ain't even supposed to be here. Mm. Like, I'm better than y'all. No, no offense, you know what I mean? But it's like, man, I, I got a problem working with people that I feel like I'm smarter than or more, you know what I mean? Whatever. I don't care, you know what I mean? Like, that's just my attitude, and sometimes yeah. that's my fault, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had this thing of like, this is not the end all be all, and God is not going to allow me to move up here because He don't want me to get stuck in on this track mm-hmm. of being a retail worker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went back to school, and then boom, boom, boom. So now we get where we at with the music. So, wow. yeah, yeah, man. No, you, you're saying a bunch of things uh, in a bunch of moments where you had to make the decision: Do I want to do professional? Do I want to listen to Mama? Do I want to get my degree, or do I want to follow my heart and do what I know is right? Because watch this, Danny. When you do those things, you'll be appeasing everybody else. And then you yourself will be going home sad because you're not doing it. So I want to ask you, because it's a lot of people who listen to this podcast who are going through the very things that you're talking about. This is what society tells me to do. This is what I want to do. What goes through your mind? And how do you make that decision to say, I'm going to just be real myself and I'm going to do what I want to do. And, and if it fails, cool. If it doesn't, then we're going to keep moving forward. A lot of my stuff came down to this of like, okay, you have an option to do what my mom may want me to do. And that's like easy or easily available you know what i mean this thing i want to do i can do it but you're going to have to be more disciplined you're going to have to do you know what i mean it's just personal decisions that and commitments that you have to make and so it's like okay well 
I definitely like I ain't trying to be walking around here depressed with this job thing. So mm-hmm. let me just do whatever I need to do on this side and make it happen. You know what I mean? Right, right. That's really how it comes down to, bro. Like, I don't even know if that's what you asked me, but yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, man. Like, between me getting so, it's two things. It's that, and it's also me not being a fool. And by that, I mean like I could be a fool and not get the opportunities I get and still be trying to chase this thing. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. That's what you're saying. So it's uh, like so doors when open, you in the, when yeah, you in the middle yeah. of a struggle and opportunities are coming. So like, you know, I used to tell my mom all the time, like, "Mom, you want me to get a job?" But nobody's calling me for these jobs. I applied for a thousand jobs, probably damn near at this point. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Excuse me, God, I know we in here. You know what I mean? Tripping, <laughs> but <laughs> but I probably applied about a thousand jobs at this point in my life. You know what I mean? But nobody's calling me for these jobs. But I'm getting this call to go on 106 and Park. I'm getting this call to do, and I, ain't, I know a bunch of people ain't getting these kind of calls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. So it's like, okay, God gonna grant me these things. Now it's on me to do the right thing with these blessings. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. So it works for me. So, yeah. so then in other words, you're saying it was a God thing. Like when you said you felt God and you knew it was God. Yeah, like, every time, every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so it was, a, it was a faith thing. It was mm-hmm. a faith thing. Yeah. Good deal. Good Shout deal. out to New Faith one time. Pastor <laughs> uh, T R Williams now. Uh, Pastor Andre Lewis. Uh, so we go to 106 in Park. How did that change the trajectory of your course? Was that like segmented? Like this is it? Uh, did any other things follow up after that or how did that open any doors or was that kind of like a a thing for you it was an experience um and then it's just kind of like a motivation to keep going yeah it was a thing of like don't give up just yet okay you stick stay in that a little while okay you know what i mean and things were happening you know um yeah things just happened bro but it was still Again, because I love my mom so much, and that really matters to me, mm-hmm. that yeah. she's happy, you right. know what I'm saying? And right. so it's all, so discontinued, this back and forth, we'll get along, you know, I'm gonna bring this up again later on, but mm-hmm. the back and forth still kind of continued for a okay. while. Okay, know? okay. So with you guys, your mom, she cool now? Yeah, she accepted now. I mean, okay. I was just in the Chronicle yesterday, it's like, mom, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta accept it, you gotta accept it. Look what they, look what they said about me. <laughs> I could have not received this during your path at all. I would have not had this notoriety uh, in this ex- But you were you were living with your mom during this time, so that was that's you know part of the the, the struggle. Were you were in, in in school? Uh, yeah, kind of, not really. Okay. Some some of sometimes, not all the time. Though. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Because I know that's difficult. Like when you're living with a parent and they may not see you move in the way that they want you to move then they try to put expectations they try to move you and they and you know I, I've, I've seen that being an experience you know in those moments where it's like since you see me on a daily basis you don't think i'm doing anything but you don't see what i'm really doing like you don't see the progress that i'm having and really in your your your, your teens and your 20s this is the time that you you discover yourself you discover you know your talents you're starting to get sharpened you're not going to probably be the greatest at that moment now some people will but you know for most folks you're sharpening your craft right. and then you'll start to see lord towards your later 20s you start to see opportunities open but it's really about you putting the work in you know and having those moments where djing gigs with and nobody's at, you know, a DJ in those times where it's a small group of people and you're just getting your name out there, you're just grinding. And then now, you know, you had a platform, people like, DJ, Donnie, where he come from? You've been grinding since right. 15, right. you know, right. <laughs> since since that came out, but people don't, everybody doesn't see that. Right. Um, and so that's that's crucial. A lot of times people see the fruit and they don't see, see the root. Yeah. You know, we, we all, somebody pops up, oh, how did he pop up overnight? I'll, you know, and everybody wants Nobody that pops up overnight. So <laughs> no one, nobody, no plant, no plant that we see was planted and came up. 
We know that, right? And so nobody saw you when you were sitting, instead of watching Ninja Turtles and Wolverine, you were sitting there listening to classic albums, right? Nobody sees that. But then this is the question I want to ask, because both of you went through screw a moments. Your screw a moment, you people were telling you to do this, and you said, no, I want to do this. But what about your screw a moment where people were telling you, like, no, you're good at football. It, all of the all of the signs pointed to football, and you made the screw a moment and say, you know what? I'm going to go do what yeah. God has called me to do. They're both two great screw moments, mm. but one of them is put, in the, is put in the category of this is what we want you to do, and one of them put it in the category of this, hey, this is what you should do. Do it, do it. Man, that's, 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 do you want to go first? Uh, so for me, that's a great question, PJ. Um, wow. So anything that I've ever done, I've always gone 100% right, into right. it. Um, I don't really do stuff that I'm not good at. Right. So even though when I quit football in high school, I was going to try to play basketball. I was pretty good at basketball. Like, I, you know, I could I could I could I was strong enough to kind of hold my own. I should shoot. So I've never really dabbled in the things that I, if I'm not good at. it, I don't want to play it. Right. So for me, football, I was good at it. You know, I had the notoriety. I, I had the scholarship, you know, so I was in a place where God was really feeding that. But then. I think God speaks to me in passion, right? And so I think we did this in the right. unique training, is your pain and your passion kind of match up with each other. And so my passion for football was not as great as it was when I was 18. Right, gotcha. At, you know, at 21, it was different. I had been through shoulder surgery. I've been through coaching. I had been through the politics of football. I had been through uh, the games. And so things were kind of changing for me. Right, right. And, and at that moment, God was kind of speaking to me on a spiritual level, like, what's the meaning of life? Like, who is God? Like, why are we following God in this particular area? Is God real? Is this something to hold black people down? Is it a brainwashing? And so for me, my passion switched from knocking people's heads off to now really getting my head on right to understand why am I believing? Because this belief system is really really was God in my life, right? right? It's, it's the thing that's inside of me that's my motor, and I need to know why do I have this motor, and is this a real motor? Is this a pseudo motor, or is this real? And so when my quest went to that, that's when everything kind of changed for me. So I think for me, understanding and listening to God at an early age, I could hear him clearly, and so it didn't really matter what people, I mean, it matters. People tell me stuff and I think about it, right. but I know in my gut and I know in my heart right. what I should be doing and what's the next stage in my life. And so for me, it was easy for me to say because me and God spent that time that intimate time right. together to right. be able to know this is what he's kind of leading me to do. You move forward and say screw it. Screw it. Yeah. So for you, I guess, what was the question for him? So, so well, he, he answered this Oh, he answered this part. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah okay. he answered this first. But just, just showing people that those <clears throat> screw it moments, how yeah. the variations of them. One of them can look like, man, everybody's saying that this is what I should do. This is what I must do. I have to go to school. I have to go to college. I have to get married. I have to have, you know, this right. is the have to have. Then one of them, then another screw it moment is everybody saying, man, I'm really good at this, but I really don't want to do, do it, it, right? Yeah. And so yeah. you have, I guess, all of the variations means you have to be real with yourself and say, I, this is what people say, but at the end of the day, I got to live with myself. Yeah. You know and I'd I mean? rather fail doing what I'd I rather, believe. Yeah, I'd exactly. Rather fail and I think both of y'all made that decision. Yeah. So yeah. If, if you're listening to this podcast and you're stuck in a in, in a in a in a place where the waters are murky, you know, and people are telling you maybe you should do this and maybe you should follow your heart. Follow your heart and have faith and listen to what God says. Don't just both of the, both of them just said that it was a God moment. They felt God, mm -hmm. and so don't feel what people say or what people think, but feel feel what God says and, and what's in your heart. You, you'll never no. lose. No, that's cool. So let's go to the college because in undergrad, what did you study? Broadcast journalism. Broadcast journalism, and, and that don't, that only happened. Shout out my boy Jay Brown, rest in peace. The only reason why I even did that is because it didn't have a whole lot of math. <laughs> 
Like, no, I'm serious. I, and that was I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't have a real like. I, I knew you go to college. That's what I saw my older sister do. She go okay. to college. You know, go to grad school, go to law school, whatever. And that's what you're supposed to do. Right. When I got, it's like, okay, I graduated high school. Now what? What am I supposed to major in? What am I? These career. Nobody ever really talked to me about that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I was like, okay, well, what got the least math? Was like that. that's crazy. So that. you go to college and you get knowledge for something you actually going to be doing, but you don't really do that. Yeah. And then you wind up doing that yeah. particular thing. That's a God thing. Man. That's, it's called a, that's it's called a pathway, man. Wow. A pathway. That's amazing, man. So you go, you become a DJ, and and so after college, what happened? So you graduated what year? Well, I dropped out first. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. So I dropped out of Salmon first because what happens is. I'm DJing these parties. I'm DJing in Houston now. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm like, okay, you know, so I can make some money, you know? Okay. Um, and on top of Kanye West's album, it came out college dropout, so I'm okay. calling my mom. Like, yeah, well, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? They gave you that boost you needed. I'm done. That was a soundtrack, you know what I mean? Pushing all these these uh, terroristic thoughts, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was an amazing album, by the way. Great yeah, album, you know what I mean? But that's all out. So I'm already having it on my mind, and then after a while, I just kind of like forcing myself to drop because I'm like my mom's not gonna she's never gonna say yes yeah so I'm just gonna stop going to class you know what I mean? so, <laughs> so like, who's paying for college at this time man loans and all that man. okay you know okay, okay 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 so um, she not coming out of her pocket bro I, t- I just tell you I grew up broke man yeah that's right okay okay <laughs> <laughs> you know it's different it, it's a little yeah. bit different if your parents are picking up separate jobs to pay for your education no, then, bro, you know? had, but if I it's had, on your loans then that's up to you bro, I had one parent bro yeah. <laughs> so it was yeah. just me and loans yeah. you know what I'm <laughs> but uh but what happens is I end up dropping out, and it worked for a little while. Got into it with, with, with you know, start doing other stuff, and it was okay. And then, not long after, I was back like just hustling, trying to figure out working little mm-hmm. jobs, whatever, whatever. Ended up going back. I went back. I was telling because of the Office Max thing. So when I graduated, that's when I started DJing in clubs. So I graduated. I don't get my professors were really trying to push me to be into hard news. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. I was really good at that. Like, I interned at Channel 39 my senior year. I was writing for me at Gradney, writing the 5 o'clock newscast. You know, they don't write the stuff they read. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right, sure. So I'm writing, it, I'm writing all this stuff or whatever, and it was a standout intern. Like, wow. not just saying this, but, like, when I got there, they would tell me, you know, interns usually have to get their feet wet a couple of weeks before they air one story. And the first day I was there, all five of the stories I wrote ran. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So wow. it was, this ain't me just talking. Like, I was good at this, you know what yeah. I'm mean? saying? And again, I feel weird saying it like this, but this was, I guess, my gift. You feel yeah. me? Like, yeah. it just came natural. So they pushing me to, you know, be the next Don Lemon or the next, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I don't like the news. I want to do, yeah. do hip-hop journalism, you feel okay. me? And this, okay. is, this is when blogs are starting to come out. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like, this is the blog era. So your rap radars and, like, the Breakfast Club was just starting to pop up. Okay. So I was on Breakfast Club since day one. Okay. You know what I mean? And okay. this is what I'm seeing. Like, this is what I want to do. Okay. But in, but it was fresh, and, of course, it's elsewhere, and we in Houston, and so we're going to be the last to, to walk into it. Yeah. Last one. And so nobody could really tell me how to do that. Mm. And so I just had this degree, and I'm like, okay, I got this degree that people been telling me now I'm going to be able to make some consistent money and do, you know, whatever, whatever. And now I don't even, you know, I don't even know what to do with this thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I got called to DJ a club. Coincidentally, just a random call one day. Hey, man, can you do this Wednesday night for us? Is that Faces? Okay. And I did the Wednesday night. He was like, you know, if it goes well, whatever, whatever. That Wednesday night turned into a three-day-a-week residency over there. Wow, wow. So it's like out of college, now I'm a club DJ. Okay. <laughs> I don't even need no job. You're good. 
Down. You know what I'm saying? Not fifty dollar Donnie no more. <laughs> Definitely not fifty dollar. <laughs> no, no, no. It wasn't all the way. You know what I mean? But it wasn't right, fifty dollar. Right, that right. that those days were over. Right, right. But again, you know, this is me getting into an industry where, you know, it ain't no um, ain't no union. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ain't no real rules when you when you dealing in this. So you working with people and you going by their rules and their attitudes and they vibe. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? If they coming down whatever that you ain't feeling. Then you got to figure out if you're going to deal with that or not. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And young Donnie Houston or young DJ Don was not trying to deal with that at okay. one point. You know what I'm saying? Right. After, you know, everything kind of came to a head one time. And 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 I was just being young and immature. I could have handled it differently. But to this day, I still stand on it. You know what I mean? Because, again, this was a point where I felt like God was telling me, like, even in the business I saw, I wanted to handle my business a certain type of way. And I wasn't getting it in this position. It ended up blowing up, but it was still God telling me, like, if you stay here, you're going to be stuck here. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I quit stay, that. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so this is this happens in December. I get the call for 106 in January, wow. which is much bigger than any club yeah, right. in third world. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So I made the right decision, I guess. Yeah, yeah I guess well, so. Steps, I guess man, your steps were ordered, man. They were ordered, man. They, I may have not handled it the right way, but I made the right decision. You made the right decision. Yeah. No, that's good. Well, we're going to take a break. We'll come back for part two. Uh, this has been Discovering uh, DJ Don to Donnie Houston uh, and the progress. And, and when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the DJ Screw and how everything has kind of manifested into the DJ, uh, the Donnie Houston podcast. Yes, guys, before we go to our break, do want to let you guys know that you can listen to this podcast on iHeartRadio, Apple, Spotify, Google, and Stitcher. So see you soon. Peace. Thanks for joining the Screw It Podcast with the Joneses, Carlos, and Jordan Jones. If you've ever come face-to-face with faith or failure, this podcast is for you. Keep up with the podcast. Follow the Screw It Podcast hashtag. Get the book available now on Amazon and join us for another episode real soon.